Hi, this is Lucia with The Art of Love. I'm a dating and relationship expert specializing in helping you get your ex back or to get over your ex. And today I want to talk about why no contact is so hard. No contact, as you may or may not know, is the key to getting your ex back. Any client of mine who has ever gotten their ex back, they did no contact, many months of no contact. So if you don't understand what's happening in your body and in your mind, then you will be at the mercy of your body and or your mind, and you will end up doing the wrong thing and lowering your chances of getting your ex back. But before I start, I want to welcome back the No Contact Army. Have you been a good little soldier? Well, if you haven't, and even if you have, be sure to download my app Silencio to help you stay in no contact. The link is below every single video. And if you too would like to join the No Contact Army, all you have to do is hit the subscribe button and the bell notification and you're in. And to read our manual, go to nocontactsecrets.com where you can read two free chapters before purchasing the book. And of course, that link is below also. Okay, so to understand why no contact is so difficult, let's first talk about romantic rejection and what happens when you are romantically rejected. So first of all, you feel as if your survival is at stake, especially if you're a woman, because back in the day, when women relied on men for their survival, if they were rejected, especially if they were rejected by the tribe, their survival was at stake because there was a good chance that they wouldn't survive. And so what happens is that your reptilian brain, the most primitive part of the brain, the one that doesn't think, <clears throat> just acts, it hijacks the logical part of the brain and the logical part becomes short-circuited and flooded with fear and emotion. You can't think straight and you don't think actually before you act. And also what happens is that you get triggered and that any childhood rejection or abandonment that you had, the emotional experience is similar to that. So now you're no longer an adult having this, going through this breakup. Now you're five or nine or 12, whatever age you were when you were rejected in childhood or when you were abandoned. So you remember that feeling of being rejected and abandoned but you also have to keep in mind that, you know, the brain wasn't fully developed at that time. So you weren't able to deal with it correctly. But now your brain is fully developed if you're over the age of 25. So you do have some control over how you react to a breakup. And speaking of childhood, we're also going to talk about falling in love. Aww because falling in love are, and childhood are actually very closely connected. When you think about it, it's like, why do we call people that we're romantically involved with baby or babe? And what about the expression, who's your daddy? Where did that come from, right? So what happens when you fall in love is that it triggers intense emotions and we become more vulnerable and childlike and sometimes even childish. And children aren't exactly known for their self-control. So whatever emotion they have, you're going to hear about it, whether you want to hear about it or not. And we're usually naturally under control, 
but when we fall in love, the mask also falls and we become irrational. And that's why some people become controlling because it feels so good that they'll do anything to make sure that it can continue to feel that way. So after a breakup, those good feelings go away because the chemicals that were flowing through your body as a result of being in that relationship or in that dating situation have now been cut off cold turkey. So you're just trying to get a hit. You're like a drug addict. And so you want to break no contact. Also, fear of future pain and fear of the unknown is creating the compulsive, obsessive thinking that people experience after a breakup that makes them want to break no contact. So the key is to learn to control the reactions to your emotions. You often hear people say, oh, you have to learn to control your emotions. Uh, no, you don't. You need to learn not to react. Acting impulsively rarely produces a good outcome. In fact, many of the people who are in jail or prison for crimes that are not white collar are there because they were triggered and they did not control themselves. So let's take anger. Let's say you feel angry at your ex and you feel the need to express your anger in order to get rid of it so that you don't feel that way anymore because it feels good to um, express your anger, at least in the short term. However, the victory is short-lived because more often than not, that's going to push your ex away even more. So if you can't control your reactions, you can't control your actions. And if you can't control your actions, you can't control your destiny which means you probably won't get back with your ex. As humans, we're attracted to people that we respect and lose attraction to people that we don't respect. You can't have love without respect. And we don't respect people who are reactive and out of control. It doesn't feel safe, especially if you're a woman. And that's what happens when you break no contact. And then finally, we of course have to talk about attachment styles because people with an anxious attachment style are more likely to have a problem staying in no contact than people with a secure attachment style, are feel fearful avoidant, and definitely a dismissive avoidant. Dismissive avoidants have no problem staying in no contact. They would rather die than break no contact. So if you find that you have an anxious attachment style, if you're not sure, there is a book I recommend called Attached, and I will put the link to that book below where you can read about attachment styles and find out more about what style you have. And this attachment style is, of course, accompanied by anxiety. It's in the name, anxious. <laughs> so there's many ways to learn to deal with your anxiety. I've talked about it here and there in some videos. Uh, that's not my field of expertise. That's not my thing. <laughs> so I would suggest you check out some videos on YouTube. I'm sure there's plenty of great videos on how to deal with your anxiety so that you don't break no contact. And speaking of breaking no contact, I have a mini success story because I know some of you expressed that you still want to hear the, exp uh, the success stories. So. This woman was breaking no contact, and then finally, <laughs> she smartened up, and guess what? She got her ex back. Okay, so she says, After two months of begging, being friends, ups and downs, I finally had no energy left and decided to actually do no contact for the sake of my peace. Well, if she had not done that for two months, uh, 
She would have had her energy, but okay, some people want to learn the hard way. Uh, okay, I did it for two weeks and I started finding inner peace. And yep, he texted me in the third week and expressed how angry he is with me and I calmly apologized. I'm not sure what she apologized for, but okay. We are now back together and are happier than ever. So hang in there, everyone. No contact is always the way. Yes, it usually is. Okay, so now I wanna hear from you. Do you have a problem staying in no contact? Why is that? Are you triggered? What triggers you? And do you know what your attachment style is? Lots of questions for you to consider. <laughs> okay, and in the meantime, if you would like my help to get your ex back, contact me at theartoflove.net and we'll send you the rates. The direct link is below every single video. If you found this video helpful, please like, subscribe, and share. If you're listening to this as a podcast, please rate and review. And finally, remember that love inspires, empowers, uplifts, and enlightens.